Hello, everybody, and welcome back. So today we have one hell of an interview set up. I am super excited to bring this to you. Folks, we have an incredible guest. We have none other than Kane Pixels himself. Kane, how are you doing today? Good to see you. Hello. It's great to be here. Well, I'm certainly happy to have you here, and I know that you have an incredibly busy schedule as of late, and when when is it not busy, but your emotions are probably way up in the stratosphere at this point because you just hit 2 million subscribers? Yeah, it's too big a number to even start to comprehend. For For me, it was just like the fact that everything happened so fast, and then... On top of that, you had all the, all, like, everybody was just being inspired by it. There's just like, dude, there's just so many yeah, things like that have happened. Last year, yeah, like, the, I think it was all mostly spring. It, it spilled over into the later parts of the year, too. But that spring of last year was, it, it was insane with exactly what you were saying. It was, uh, like it, it's, it's gotten to 2 million pretty quickly, but it went from, I think just barely 200,000 to a million in like a little over a month and a half, which was just absurd. And was that uh, from the first found footage? Yeah, that, that, that was from found footage one and the subsequent, uh, like the, the few videos Jesus. right after it. That's why. It was sort of found footage one and missing persons that were really pushing it along. Man, <laughs> that is absolutely insane. I And then after that, it was just so many people were inspired to create things afterwards too. There was just so many things that, that just, you know, you were a catalyst for so many people as well. And not just for like backrooms content, but for other things. Like I remember there's like friends of mine who were inspired by watching your stuff and they started creating things and it wasn't necessarily like backrooms content. It was like other, other things like that. So it's insane how it it's not just like, okay, you know, you got your, your subscriber base and everything like that, but then you also have been a catalyst for so many other people. And that's got to yeah, be really good. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's jarring knowing that it's, because you don't fully get a sense of exactly how big of a reach this has had. Um, like, what is it? Like 43 million, like, Again, with the numbers, I can't even begin to comprehend that amount. But really, that's a lot, a lot of people. And it's been crazy over the past year, like, seeing that just in normal conversation, tons of people that I'm just talking to, uh, uh, I'm not probing for it because that would be weird, but, like, most people I know have seen the video, which is just insane. Uh, so the reach is had, even if people aren't, like, directly fans, is just... That's the best part, honestly. Just having an impact on the wider uh, creative culture is really what I've always wanted. Yeah. And, you know, now that you mentioned that, even my own father, whenever I talk to him, like I, I hardly get a chance to talk to him because I'm so busy with work and everything. But when I do get a chance to talk to my dad, there's been times where he'll like send me a text message and it'll be like a thumbnail about, you know, the back rooms. And he'd be like, <laughs> be like uh, Los back rooms. And I was just like, yes. <laughs> so like, he, he doesn't even know what it is. But, you know, once, you know, I started checking it out, he got interested and he's been watching it. So oh, it's it awesome. just like, he doesn't even know what the hell's going on, but he just, he just loves it, you know? So it, it yeah, is, that's... it is definitely hitting people that, you know, have any, that, 
don't even look for that stuff. I think that's that's like the most interesting part to me is that there's so many people who don't usually seek out this kind of content who are into it. Uh, like usually I've sort of grown up watching uh, either ARG web series stuff mm. or the channels covering them. And those have always been fairly niche, more like kept on its own sort of horror corner mm. of the internet. Uh, but I feel like this is totally just like shattered out of that. And now like my friends of my parents and stuff talk about how they're just casually watching it like it, it's 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 weird <laughs> i mean like good weird yeah. uh but it's, it's interesting how it's actually uh i feel like it's just i think it's i feel like a lot of those series fall into the territory of being too cryptic to fully enjoy watching in a super comfortable way mm. and while my series definitely is cryptic i think it is just uh, coherent enough for people to sit down and have a mysterious but uh, logical viewing experience. So that's probably the reason. There is definitely that um, ease of access for people, and I I feel like that is the main reason for you know its success. I feel like that's where you know all this attention is coming from so that's that's really good whether or not you planned on it being that way uh it, it's definitely it's worked out you know this nat natural way i go about creating i guess yeah so i did i did want to touch base on like you know process and and stuff like that when when it comes to the back rooms and and not just the back rooms but e everything that you do because this particular conversation is not just going to be whether or not if i was right about specific theories or not <laughs> but like i just want to get to know you know where everything came from and how that process has been you know unfolding for you so you know one of the first things that i wanted to ask and i'm sure this has been asked many 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 times but how did it all start way before i would consider myself conscious <laughs> uh i've been I, I've, I was doing stuff with cameras when I was, I don't even know what age, too young to remember. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's sort of like the standard story of just playing around with uh, like a, a household camcorder, mm -hmm. uh, then like using discarded like disposable cameras and then maybe an old like Android phone. And then eventually I got an iPad and I was messing around with those like uh, very cheap like VFX apps where it just like overlays like a, a car crash. <laughs> you talking about the one I with see... like the 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 guns yeah. like shooting and the explosion, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the airstrike. Yeah, no, there are videos on my channel from that era because I I have like four hundred privated videos uh -huh. that I don't think are ever going to see the light of day. <laughs> but that's that's the sort of stuff. Oh, yeah, that's the sort of stuff I was making back in back in twenty fifteen uh, when. Uh, so I, I, w I was a bit older then, like, uh, but still not, not, uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, but I, I sort of learned iMovie, Windows Movie Maker, uh, sort of just kept figuring out new things. I was sort of at the age where uh, I was never being too self-critical. Like, obviously, at that age, you're not going to nitpick that much. Um, so I just sort of, but I, I kept at it, and I did it so much that, I was able to sort of progress, uh, like genuinely improve while also my standards were raising. So it was sort of, they were raising together. So I was never really in a state of feeling like my work was, I didn't like my work. 
um, even if looking back now, it, it was a bit sloppy or I wouldn't have felt proud of it now. But uh, I think feeling that way always gave me the motivation to keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. And that sort of, I sort of plateaued with, I think, I feel like my skills have sort of hit a point where it sort of leveled out around 2020, late 2019. Uh, definitely they have improved significantly since then, but relative to what they were, it definitely uh, slowed down exponentially. Where in 2020, I was able to, that's when I taught myself Blender. I didn't use any Blender before that. Um, um, I mostly just did every, I did everything in After Effects before. I okay. used, uh, there was some 3D in my stuff. I used the tool Element 3D for After Effects, which is yeah. uh, very, very cool, but it's, it's a lot more uh, rudimentary. But I taught myself Blender during COVID. Uh, I was like taking online Zoom classes and I would have my screen divided one side uh the zoom meeting and the other side blender and it would be making something <laughs> and i just like most of 2020 was just sort of me messing around doing whatever i wanted to do uh uh but then 2021 started and i was back into attack on titan and i won't get into that we're not here for this and i won't get too heavy into the creative side of that but i wanted to make something that reflected what i felt was like the the, the true nature of the series that I, I thought was kind of uh, distilled out of it, or uh, I felt like the tone that I imagined in the, the manga, the, the uh, original version in my mind, I felt was kind of lost on most of the fans, especially because of the anime. Yeah. And well, it's not a bad thing. It's definitely a cool series either way. I, I felt like I wanted to do something to bring out that sort of raw, realistic, uh, just terrifying feeling mm -hmm. uh rather than that like badass action flying around with swords dramatic music feeling so um that's what that series was about just sort of what would this look like if it was in the real world um with uh the technology they had at the time and so that did very well that's what really pushed my channel to a hundred thousand and then uh two hundred thousand eventually by the end of 2021 at that point i I started Backrooms Found Footage, actually. There's so many moving parts to this, but if you want me to lead into how I got the idea for Backrooms... I remember, you know, that famous picture from such a long time ago. Wait, I say such a long time ago, but I don't know. 2019. Like 2019, but... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because, you know, 2020 really, like, put, like, five years into, like, just into the just one year. It just felt awful all the way through <laughs> so a lot you know it just felt a lot longer maybe that's why but um yeah so if if you want to go ahead and, and just kind of lead into that and, and let us know like you know how it all started and the inspiration to kickstart found footage one yeah so i like most people who were aware of the backrooms uh sort of saw it as a meme originally as it appeared in 2019 it was like may june ish when the image with the caption came about and that sort of circulated i don't i wasn't on instagram at the time so i don't know exactly where i saw it but uh i saw it and i remembered it and me and my friends sort of would joke about it it wasn't anything like mind-blowing it was just a fascinating little thing on the internet one of a million other things i would see at the time <laughs> um but it definitely had had a quality that stuck with you and that was my first exposure to the the uh, the formalized concept of liminal spaces. Yeah, obviously that's something that is some it, liminal spaces are everywhere. It's 
the, the name just wasn't really prevalent until then. Um, but uh, after that point, over the next couple of years, I wasn't one of the people I didn't know. I didn't know this going into making found footage, but I guess there were a good handful handful of people who like created the wikis and the uh, the groups discussing levels and all that. I had yeah. no, I was completely ignorant to all of that. Um, I just knew the image, and I knew I, I was aware that people would like kind of make their own or, or just say like if you go this way in the back rooms, you'll end up in this room. But it was all just like random Google images I would find. It wasn't yeah. like I, I didn't think too uh, deeply into it. Um, but eventually, like after watching a bunch of those like strangely familiar images with like FNAF ambience videos, because th those really got me interested in liminal yeah. spaces as I think that's sort of where a lot of people became aware of them. Uh, it sort of simmered. That seems to be a, a good correlation back, you know, uh, during that time uh, when both of those concepts were around. Yeah, uh, that was mostly like 2020. I was into that. Mm -hmm. Or if you want to say into it, I wasn't doing anything with it. I was just peripherally aware of it. But it simmered for a while and then definitely stuck with me as it did with most people. But in around the end of 2021, I came across one of the, it wasn't the original Backrooms image, but it was another uh another one that's meant to look like the standard yellow backrooms and i found that on my hard drive and i was like oh yeah i forgot about the backrooms and that sort of sent me down like another rabbit hole of liminal space images just because it's an itch you want to scratch sometimes when oh, you yeah. get it mm -hmm. and um that was when i was in between projects i had just finished uh my last attack on titan video and so i had some free time it was i was going into thanksgiving break and I thought, hey, why don't I try to recreate one of these liminal space environments? Because obviously they resonate uh, with so many people. It would be interesting to try to capture that feeling. Mm -hmm. um, so I did a single shot from uh, inside the back rooms because that's obviously the most uh, prevalent liminal space, I would say, out there um, on the internet. And that shot, you can see in my Instagram, it's still there. I think I remember that. Yeah, it shows up in the final video. It's the shot of the chair hitting the wall, like that jump scare shot. Yeah. So I didn't have an outline. For, I sort of built the video around that. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. See um, that? Oh, okay. So uh, keep going. I've, I I got another question for you after. Not, after not you completely go through though. I could I could have integrated it better. I sort of. Uh, but again, the production standards were much lower on the first episode because I didn't know what a big deal it would end up being. Mm. I sort of thought of it as a, a one-off. Yeah. Uh, but I'll I'll add more to that. Um, I did the first shot, posted it online. People liked it. Didn't really matter what people thought. I was into it. I wanted to make more regardless. So I set out on making the full video. I planned on like a 10-minute uh, short film. That's what it ended up being. Yeah. I spend so much time with the stuff I make, like it's all encompassing in my life. So it's very rare for me to make something that's just surface level. I always like to have a, you know, people love to use the word lore. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like that's a bit of a cheap word. I think it doesn't act, I don't know, to me it's just story, but uh, I always like to add more depth to the things I make yeah. uh, with anything, even if it's not like brought attention to, you can see it in the shorter series like project 209 on my channel there's lots of little things that allude to plot points that you guys probably aren't even aware of uh but they existed in my mind and there were things that i could potentially explore if i wanted to mm -hmm. 
So I planted a handful of things in found footage one, some of which we've seen lightly touched on a bit, um, some of them more, more so. But uh, so I was aware that it could be a larger series and I was sort of combining many ideas uh, for, I had a lot of other ideas floating around in the back of my head for other stories. And those ended up sort of materializing into the async storyline as okay. I realized like backrooms could be the perfect way to tell that story. Gotcha. It was sort of taking the place of something else I originally had for all that. But after I posted the first one and saw the response it got, Later that day, uh, literally the same day, I, I put out archive.tar, the hidden video, in the description of found footage uh, one. It didn't go up. It didn't go up at the same time. That came out uh, that evening. Okay. Um, and it's it's that is an unlisted video and it has two million views, which is, <laughs> it's that, more than my current videos can get. That is that's insane. Yeah, that's, but I mean the sort the main video has like forty five. So yeah, that's not surprising. A, but that's, still, that's a hefty one. Yeah, really? I like I like that I like the duo, the first two. Um, like it's, it's a, it, it would I walked right into a, a a good setup and it definitely resonated. So uh, it's uh, in the days following, people definitely it was clear they wanted to see more of this after they saw saw archive.tar. Oh, yeah. There were some reaction videos popping up, and that sort of clued people in that maybe there's more to this than mm -hmm. they thought. And like I'm setting up a story, and I thought I could do that. I wasn't planning on it because again, like it was doing well at this time, but it wasn't like viral, viral well. Um, so given the amount of work I had to put in, in being a student in school, it took a little bit more than that to actually convince me to go fully ahead with it. Yeah. But as as soon as like Jacksepticeye made a video, that was like full green light, and <laughs> you're I like, okay. I forget if that was before or after I did third test, but um, yeah, I sort of started dedicating everything to that. And the more I dedicated, the more popular it got and the more I dedicated. So it resulted in a point where my entire life became backrooms. Well, not entirely. I still upheld school and everything, mm -hmm. but because I, I, I am very <laughs> meticulous with all that stuff, I, I can't handle letting something slide. Um, so uh that's that all went very well for i just sort of rode that wave for the year uh yeah i think you know the story from there honestly yeah and and one of the things that i was wondering about was how like the balance the balancing act is for you because you've got you've got everything dealing with class you've got everything dealing with just life in general and then you have this gigantic monster that i mean and i, and I don't mean that in a negative way but no, you've yeah, got yeah. this this huge like concept that that you're working on and like how do do you divide your day strict like are you very strict when it comes to like okay i need to block this time for this this time or do you just kind of do you do you wing it a little I bit i would like to say oh i, I yeah i think i wing it yeah. mostly but i'm i'm i wing it but i wing it the same way every day pretty much gotcha. so i guess you could call it a routine yeah and in general like in the moment i'm pretty strict with myself on most things like i i don't let myself linger on social media or anything like if i'm there's only so many hours in a day so i always yeah. try to if i find myself not doing something productive for like a minute or two i sort of try to snap myself back to reality and force myself to go work on something i mean i have been able to put a lot more time into it 
past few months i haven't unfortunately been able to take advantage of it because i've been like repeatedly sick and stuff and yeah man applying applying to colleges as well uh that was very draining but that's all behind me now so oh yeah big things coming um but really i i think it all balanced quite well i i felt like school was a good way to keep me uh in a good healthy flow because like i mean Otherwise, I'm just standing here. I have a stand-up desk. I'm just standing here at my computer all day. Not all day, but like you just sort of get sucked into into the work, and that's not healthy. So I, I feel like school is a it's a good back and forth. Yeah. Um, when it comes to the creative process, there there can be a very um, strong tunnel vision that Mm -hmm. can occur and i've I've definitely been there in the past you know and and i i completely understand that uh you know when it comes to okay you need to break away so it's always good to have a a good balance between things and 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 that's you know that even boils down to just creating other things on top of what you know just keeping your creativity going but then also balancing yourself out so you don't feel too burnt out uh no, I, I love working on the series. It's a lot of fun. Like if I have homework, which I wish I didn't, that's the one thing. I like going to school, but I hate when it follows me home. Yeah. Uh, so it, that sort of forced me in a position of like doing a lot of homework at school to try to just get it all done as soon as possible, um, which takes away from the whole social aspect. So mm-hmm. um, you got to make compromises, though. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, um, but what was I going to say? Uh, I completely just lost it. Huh. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> um, well, let me ask you this: uh, music. You, it's not music, just. That's, that's what I was going to. Is say. that where you were going to go? Okay, because I was going to go and say that, like, that's what I do to procrastinate, or like when I need a break from the yeah. serious work, even though I enjoy it. Like, there's like two levels of procrastination. I'll procrastinate homework by working on the backroom series. Yeah. And if I'm really burnt out on the backroom series, I'll procrastinate by working on music. There's nothing better than to just disconnect, but with music, creating music, you know, uh, I, I really enjoy doing that as well. I haven't done it in a long, long time, but I really would like to start all over again, but it's, it's definitely when it comes to creating music and, or drawing and things like that, all of those are just fantastic ways to still maintain your creativity but then take away and disconnect from kind of like your main possible burnout point you know so that's that's really interesting that you say that that's kind of how you disconnect and and relax a bit when it comes to you know working on things or you procrastinate you know but in in reality you're still keeping yourself fresh with creativity and possibly leading into things, you know, or, you know, stuff like that. But, but then also taking a break from the overall narrative that you have constantly flowing in your head. Yeah, actually, it's not just, uh, actually, that's, I, I, don't, I can't really escape the backrooms narrative whenever I uh, <laughs> draw or like daydream or anything, it always goes back to that because it's, yeah. I, I've set up something that's going to take a long time to do the way like complete the way i want to complete it because it is quite dense uh not in a bad way i don't think i i i am just very meticulous with the way i tell the story like the whole series on youtube so far is only a couple of months 
like it's within the, within the span of like three or so. Uh, actually, yeah, yeah, within the span of like three, three or so. Um, but there's so much just like uh, not boring, but it's it's very heavy in detail, and that's what I like. I, I want to try to tell the story thoroughly, even if it yeah. like could be faster. That's not what I want to do. That's not my goal. Yeah, uh, I want to do something that is uh, just very fleshed out and, um, and fulfilling to you. Yeah, 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 <laughs> definitely. Know? That's yeah. It, it's an ex it's really just this. I, I'm doing it for me. Like I, I love that people love it. That's sort of the thing that keeps the fire going. Mm -hmm. But in the end, it's sort of just a, a big itch I'm trying to scratch with yeah. this series. Um, and we can tell so, if you're enjoying yourself. You know, and if you're not, oh, yeah. you know, everybody can, everybody can tell like, and, and it, as long as you still enjoy what you're doing and you get that sense of fulfillment and you're content, then the series will continue to give you what you need, you know, and people will see that people will enjoy that. I love making music. That's a great outlet, but also listening to it too. It's oh, yeah. sort of, uh, very medit meditative being able to like, for, for me, I have a very, uh, clear like mind's eye so i'm able to like sort of storyboard all the scenes i want in my head while i'm listening to music for some reason it's a lot harder without some sort of uh noise background noise yeah yeah um but I, if i'm listening to music this is actually a funny way i go about creating uh plots and, and elements i use in my own series um sometimes i'll just do it with random stories but it has helped a lot with backrooms if I'm just listening to uh, a soundtrack from something, let's say Mr. Robot, because I listen, I've listened God, like that's my most listened to album, I think for the past year. That's uh, so good. Or collection of albums. Mac Quail is awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, so I get a bit obsessive with soundtracks to things I like, but listen to that or regular music. And sometimes I'll just, I always am picturing a scenario, but sometimes it will be a scenario that pertains to uh, my series and it might be something outlandish like something that wouldn't quite be feasible for it mm -hmm. but i'll still like get into it and like i'll replay the music like go back a few seconds if i wanted to get like a certain shot in my head right and then i do that same story i'm locked into that story every time i hear that song and eventually i'm thinking of that storyline as part of the series and before you know it i found a way to like write it in and it's it's already part of the story so that's happened a couple times with uh, different things that have shown up in the series, and uh, it's more so more more so for bigger things that'll happen in the future. But uh, that's a lot of fun. So we're fresh off of talking about your two million subscriber milestone, which is incredible, by the way. I just I, that's you can't even that's insurmountable. Um, <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. But as of Monday morning. You dropped an amazing link to a news article on Deadline about a Backrooms movie being created. Yes. I have been waiting to share this almost since almost a year at this point, really. Like, it's, <laughs> it hasn't been planned. Like, I, I didn't know I was going to be with A24, who you didn't mention that, but that's who it's with. That is which amazing. I'm super, super thrilled about. Um, but I've been working on this in, in the background uh, ever since like last February, even so. 
It's been a long time coming, haven't been able to talk about it, but now I finally can. Super excited, and this is what I really believe is the, the it has been the plan from the beginning for this to be the next step in the backroom storyline with the, the found footage videos as in everything that is my YouTube series more acting as like a, a precursor or like foundation yeah. for what's to come. That's, that's amazing. Not, not to devalue it, though. No, no, not at all. I mean, you need that foundation, and it's a really strong one uh, at that. Uh, but the whole idea of you working with A24 is incredible. Uh, you know, the, when I hear A24, I think about Hereditary. I think about Midsummer, I think about The Lighthouse and, and some of my favorite movies that are out there. And that actually makes me feel really happy that that is who you're going to be working with like you know yeah what better what better combination yeah seriously i mean the response i've seen from it i mean today is day one so i really can't speak to uh a lot of the what the production will be like because mm -hmm. it's all to come but uh in our few interactions um so far with a24 it's super exciting seeing how they they seem to really want to be giving me a platform to tell or express this vision for the series uh, how I want. And they don't seem to be too uh, eager to put their own corporate spin on it, which I'm really happy about. That's good. So it's thrilling from that perspective. And yeah. it's been great seeing just today uh, how positive of a response it's gotten online. I know that when the news dropped, it was like, I, I could tell um, uh, like that initial reaction was like oh i don't know wait a minute a24 okay and there was just like there was a sense of relief for like a lot of people who you know they really care about the series and everything that it has you know become uh over the year and that's just it's just incredible to me that that is the opportunity that that uh that you have now and um i i guess you may have already answered this several times already but uh, just to kind of clarify for my own sake and anybody else that's listening, when it comes to like the script and everything, is that going to be on your end? Are you going to be writing the script or are you be like consulting? Is somebody else doing it? And are you directing? Like what are the, the just kind of like the, the specifics for all that? So uh, I will not be writing the screenplay. I believe many people have noticed that. And that's one of the, points that I, I i do want to address because i can see how that could be concerning um it is being written by roberto that's one of the main points i want to touch on because i feel like yeah. seeing that someone else will be writing this film is probably going to raise some red flags for some people mm -hmm. um but i want to uh, assure you all that it is my story and i'm working closely with the writer and um it's definitely it's not like it's going to be going in the direction it, it's going to be staying in the same direction it has been the overarching story has not changed because of this film existing um it is the situation here is, is I'm, I'm so thrilled with it because it's really letting me just do more of what i'm already doing mm -hmm. and roberto the guy who who is writing uh he's great he really seems to understand the source material and we are going to be working on the same page communicating frequently and uh, so, so it is going to still be my story. It's still going to be your baby. So that's, yes. uh, yeah. Okay. I know that, um, 
a lot of folks were most likely concerned about, you know, that particular uh, specific, uh, hmm. you know, point of Yeah, because I can, and then I will also be directing, and I think the articles make that pretty apparent. But yeah. um, so overall, yeah, it, it's, it's a beyond amazing opportunity here for me. Uh, I'm, I'm super grateful for everyone who's taking a chance on this. Um, but really, I, I, I'm ready to give it my all. And it, this is what I feel like I've been preparing for with the series, because this is sort of the direction I've always wanted it to go in. So it's the right step. It's not a sudden spur of the moment thing that may tear the series apart. I mean, if it does, it's not because of me, guys. It's, it's capitalism. <laughs> As I said before, earlier this morning, uh, it's not just, you know, it, it's a humongous success and a big thing for you, uh, you know, that's incredible, uh, life-changing even. And oh, Yeah, this is <laughs> definitely the most life-changing day of my life. So. But, but also, you know, it's, it's a big day for internet uh, horror as well, like uh, the whole idea of something from YouTube. I'm not saying that things from YouTube can't be taken seriously, but I mean, this is a big deal, you know? Yeah. And I'm, I'm really hoping it, it starts to set a new precedent. I mean, we've already seen, we've seen a few things like this in the past. Like it's not a completely foreign concept to see no. something from the internet spread up. But I think what really helps this project is how, how seriously rooted in online culture this is. Like mm -hmm. it's, I've seen other online horror films that were posted on YouTube, they get adapted into feature films, but I think this comes completely from an online place, and my series was online for a while, it wasn't just one film, and it had elements of, it wasn't, an, it's not an ARG, but it, it definitely, it speaks to that crowd, and I think it, it's come to life in a way that I just haven't really seen before. It's going to be an amazing moment for for anybody out there who could potentially have the same, it, it's going to open up, you know, a lot of doors, right? So I feel like it's going to open up a lot of doors for yes. other creators that are out there. There's, there's a ton of other um, internet horror series that are out there, analog horror series. There's, there's so many out there. And I feel like this is going to be a, a big deal because I mean, and like you said before, um, I feel like A24 is kind of setting that bar where for us, we're just like, okay, you know, this is serious business. You know, it's it, it, something from YouTube can be taken this seriously and brought to everybody, you know, and respectfully too. And I, I feel like that's, that's the great thing about this right now. Really, I, I think now we're seeing anyone has the ability to come up with an interesting story and the internet and technology is at a place where anyone can do that and anyone can share it. And that's what I did. That's what millions of other people are doing. And I feel like we're at the start of a bit of a switch mm -hmm. where, uh, I mean, it's been switching for a few years now. I mean, slowly, but I feel like we're starting to hit a bit of exponential growth here. Yeah. And I feel like there's always going to be a wall because little guy isn't the one with the money. Mm -hmm. And I don't know exactly 
it's late right now, so I can't quite get into the predictions for how the economy of the film industry will work over the next few decades. But uh, I think it is a little bit overly optimistic to think that suddenly just the internet's going to replace Hollywood and all that. I think Hollywood will survive for a while. Yeah. And or at least will mutate into something else. And I think it's always going to be a corporation as far as I can tell. I mean, if it has a market, people are, are going to be building business or yeah. businesses around that. And I think that's fine. That's just part of human existence. We can't really uh, stop that. But, um, but I, I think audience members don't care where they're getting their media from. They're going to watch both things. Mm. And I think really, while it is harder to get that many eyes on your stuff online, if you keep at it and if you just... I mean, there's no like surefire way to get that attention. But if you keep at it, the likelihood that you will get that attention goes up significantly with every post. So, Kane, given all of this news today, um, I also read that it's you're going to start. Uh, I guess. Well, I don't know if production has already started now, or is it going to start in the summer? And is the filming just going to be over the summer? Like, is that just how long? you're going to be working on it or is it going to be past the summer that it's going to be worked on? Yeah. So the production has not started yet and uh, I can't guarantee a start date at all for that. Gotcha. Um, we are going to be beginning on the, the, we're not going to be literally writing the script tomorrow, but Roberto and I are convening and we're going to begin uh, prepping the script, correcting the outline and then going ahead with that. And then when that's done, uh, there's some other pre-production things we need to get to, but I think the the idea that I'm going to be filming in the summer, specifically over my summer vacation, as the deadline article jokes about. Um, yeah, I know. It's been, ta- it's been taken. It's been taken pretty <laughs> by a lot of other people, and now some of the other articles, like I don't know who exactly, but it's written as in like I'm matter of fact, I'm going to be uh, doing it over like these two months, July, August. This is when over his summer break. Kane's yeah. doing it over his summer break. These are the months it'll be filmed. And that's pretty funny because uh, I don't think we can account for uh, – it's pretty up in the air. I don't know when we're going to be doing it. Yeah, I read that and yeah. I was like – That would be awesome. That would be awesome because I, I love to move quickly on these things. Around um, the clock? <laughs> if it's, yeah, it's no, this is, just those months. This is my whole life. I, I, I'm going to have so much dead time just waiting around. Uh, that's right. Not. I hope not, but like this stuff is my life. One of the things that I was curious about was just the the overall uh, format of how you know things are going to be released for the YouTube channel. Is are we going to see a slowdown of episodes, or are we just going to get like a different type of release? You know, from um, yeah. from the YouTube channel, is it going to be like teasers or more cryptic messages? I guess. Uh, towards the the release of the movie. So right now I can't say anything with certainty. Dang. But 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 I can I can give. Uh, so I technically won't be allowed to make backrooms videos without authorization from A twenty four. Gotcha. However, however, which obviously makes sense. It won't be my IP. But but uh, I was aware of that. I've been planning around that, and they it seems quite possible that I could definitely uh, get clearance to make specific episodes for specific reasons um, in the, in the downtime. Okay. And so I want to be able to do that. Who knows if I'll be 
I mean, I might be so busy with other stuff, I, I just won't have time. And I'll feel good because really it's all for me just to fill my time with creative work. That's why yeah. I do this stuff. So, yeah. uh, but, but I, I hate leaving, I hate the idea of leaving the audience just high and dry for a few months mm -hmm. uh, or longer. God, I hope it's not longer, but because um, I really want to be getting you guys more stuff because there's a lot to tell with this story. And I feel like it'd be a waste not to, because there's so many things that can only be to told through the found footage medium. And I should have uh, expressed this earlier, but the, the film will not be found footage. Um, it will be uh, cinematic in async. Um, so interesting. But there's, there's so much that's, I don't want to say wasted potential, but like found footage three, like there's a lot of things that I would want to do in that, that obviously I'm not like, it couldn't possibly be saved for the movie. So there's yeah. no harm in showing it on YouTube, I feel like. But uh still there is red tape but i think they're pretty open to letting me walk over that just because they want to support my vision which is really kind and it's, it's so awesome I, I really appreciate it a24 thank you if you're listening which i'm <laughs> assuming you're probably not but um <laughs> well you know it, it it sounds like you know it sounds like you know th there seems to be a lot of um uh, leeway there's a lot of uh, movement that you can do uh you don't feel yes. as 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 um constricted uh i as... feel more free than i have in a long time today that's amazing because i a good feeling I, now yeah like because i probably am going to assuming i don't get inundated with like backroom film stuff immediately i really want to try my hand at like just because I've been stuck, not stuck on, because I love the backers. I love the entire series, but mm -hmm. uh, I have been pretty much glued to it for over a year now. Oh, yeah. And before that, it was Attack on Titan. And I've had very few, it's been like two years since I've like properly done an original story on my channel. And uh, not, I mean, like original, like completely separate of any pre-existing thing. Yeah. Um. So I, I really want to try my hand at just doing some like one-off short films, some just, good. I don't know, just try whatever. I, I, I have a number of things, but it's going to be a mixed bag. That's really exciting. And, you or know, maybe I'll do nothing. Maybe I'll be too busy. Maybe maybe you'll just rest. No, I knew that was going to be the response. Like, no, I man. Resting. I, yeah. I finished a project. I finished a, I finished a video and... Like I can enjoy the evening of that, of like finishing the video the next day, read the comments mm -hmm. and uh, look at reaction videos. And like, that's all fun. And maybe I get a second day of that, just get some downtime, yeah. like hang out on discord day three, like the voices are like, they, they're itching to start making something new. Like do something, and, get up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, like I, I get bored yeah. and I need to, I guess I'm just lucky to have that motivation going. Yeah. Uh, so constantly, but yeah, I just got to keep moving. Just love, just love making stuff. I love being active. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm the same way. I, I I can't stand still for too long. And I've 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 got people in my life who are just like, dude, like you know, are you are you okay? I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah like it's like you yeah, know, every, just every, sit down. Like, yeah, no, I but I got no. a standing desk. No, I got to be able to be mobile at all. Yep, yeah, same here. So like, I I can't. Uh, no, there's no sitting down. I don't even take naps. Yeah, me neither. I, I like if 
the few times I've ever taken a nap, I've woken up with like a horrible headache. Yeah. And the world feels like it's ending. Like, what's the point? Like, I'm d- I'm just like not doing anything for like 20 minutes. And, and plus, that just means if I take a nap, I'm just going to end up like just staying awake when I should be asleep. And then my sleep schedule is all screwed up. But yeah. I don't know. Or but but it's also just rooted in the fact that I just want to be doing things, you know, mm-hmm. to anyone listening, though, like. I hate sleep. It's boring, but you got to do it. You got to get good at you Yeah, you got to get good sleep. Eight hours, <laughs> eight hours every night. And yeah, I you don't have that everything else is going to sort of crumble around you. I'm the worst when it comes to sleep. Like, I, I, I feel like, yes, that is the message I should send across. But I don't practice what I preach. I probably on average get uh four to six hours of sleep (laughs) okay well i take it back everything won't crumble around you but uh, you'll you'll probably feel better if you if you did get that you know i don't think i should do that anymore at my age i feel like it will crumble eventually like one of these days so i i really i really should change that i really should maybe maybe after this interview i should probably have that introspective moment to just be like okay you should freaking sleep man go to bed making coffee at 8 8 p.m Oh yeah, I'm on my third cup uh at 8 already. Yeah, and I I've, I've already had like three other cups before. Yeah, it's a problem. Maybe we yeah. know what the well, problem is. Hmm, <laughs> hmm, I wonder. <laughs> but you know what? Caffeine helps me just like like stay concentrated. Like it it it's yeah. it's, it's it's the way for me. It's the way yeah, for me. Yeah, it helps in the mornings for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, with with everything you know with this amazing news do you feel like there could potentially be i know this this is like going beyond um no, you know the ahead. film the film itself but like do you feel like after the movie's released you could potentially return back into the seat and i know this is way far off but is that is that a thought that you've had you know return during this back how like Let's say the movie gets released, everything happens, you know, async disappears and explodes. No, I don't I don't know what 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 end up happening, but like, you know, Ivan Beck may, you know, makes their appearance. Um and then, you know, the 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 movie is over, but then, you know, the story continues, maybe, I don't know. Um, yeah, the movie is not a finale of any kind. That's going to be my that was going to be my next question. So, okay. Yes, right. the the movie is this is I'm not going to this may be me being ambitious, but I am just being very hopeful for this. Uh, this is very much a, um, not very much a, but it, it is a, a film that is accessible to new audiences who have never watched my shorts. Definitely, you will have a much better viewing experience as someone who has kept up with the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, not because it'll be easier to follow or anything, but just because it'll, uh, I want to do a lot of, there'll be a lot of things to find it's not like i'm gonna be cutting down on the the hidden secrets and um interconnectedness that you see in the in the shorts but uh definitely the goal here is to introduce the universe to a wider audience in a more cinematic light and then assuming it does well my ultimate goal is to get a uh, a limited series that's really the the only proper way I can see ending the yeah. series or go- going like properly progressing through the story I want to tell. But honestly, it could be done in so many ways that another film could work another two films, but 
don't know. There's a handful of ways because it's. I, I tell these stories. I love to find stories within stories and then stories within that. So I feel like you can just. It's a fractal of narratives that I can, like, pull so many stories out of any little corner of the, of the little universe that I've created with async in the backrooms that I'm not worried about running out of material or like stretching things out. There's so much to work with. And after everything that you've, you've done so far, there's, there's plenty, I feel, I, I'm, you know, and if there isn't, you can create it, you know, there's definitely a lot to work with there. One of the questions that I had as well was, are we going to see similar faces in the movie or will there be? Yes. A, okay. Yes. I, it would probably be easy to recast the people we've seen in the series so far, but I, I just hate stuff like that. Like yeah. if I've seen them in the YouTube series, I want to see the same faces in the movie, even that, if I would feel that's really major, important. Yeah. Yeah. If they don't have majors, even if they don't have like big roles or anything, um, I definitely want them to be present and, uh, I want there to be a feeling of continuation from the shorts. I don't want the movie to feel like it is like in its own universe or anything because it is absolutely just, it's part of the exact same canon. Like it, I would like it to all be one seamless viewing experience okay. ideally, but, um, yeah. So the goal is to have, see if I can get the actors back. Sweet. Hopefully we'll get that um, Maxwell. Some of them, some of them, I definitely could. Oh Ho yeah. Hopefully we'll get that Maxwell hallway scene. That, <laughs> yeah, <that's... laughs> well, we're, we're, getting the, we're getting that hallway. We're gonna. I love that hallway. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna just like have it have it pulled from the building. It's it's in in real life. <laughs> Fly <I'm>, it down. <laughs> I need that hallway right now. Well, I feel like we've touched base uh, on the the movie itself enough. Um, I'm I'm going to. Not try to pry too much um, for the next uh, several months <laughs> uh, because I always want to find out more. But uh, once again, I'm I'm very proud of you, man. Um, it's you. a it's an incredible, it. yeah, it's an incredible opportunity. And uh, just I don't know if you noticed, but did you see that Hidel Kojima actually retweeted the story about your movie? Huh? Yeah. Huh? huh. Yeah. Go look on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so he did yeah so oh, that's crazy so kojima is aware <laughs> <laughs> it blows my mind seeing that like all these people just like randomly like will just suddenly follow me or like just retweet something and they're like oh they've been watching this they've been <laughs> keeping touch that's that's pretty cool i wonder what ivan even looks like yeah i know what he looks like <laughs> man when that day arrives i wonder I'm, i feel like i've hyped him up so much i'm gonna people are gonna be expecting to show up i'm just gonna permanently have the character with a censored face <laughs> <laughs> just walking around it's just like two like big you know blocks on his head okay well that that's him all right that's how he just walks around he just walks around with a box on his yeah, head he walks into walls <laughs> Is he okay? No. Here's one of the things that I want to do with, you know, with us having this chat here is I know that there's been several uh, ideas thrown around or, or just, you know, I guess there, there's been several things that people have said that you have said. And one of them is uh, that we have already seen the ending. Is that 
Is that true? We have seen when I when I say that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I forget. I think I did. I say that on an interview, or did I say that on Discord? I don't know. I think I, think I said that on Discord. Yeah, maybe. Um, I say some of these things kind of tongue tongue in cheek. Yeah. Um, gotcha. Uh, don't take if you see a screenshot with me saying something on the Discord, like know that it could be either biased or not biased. Uh, could be missing context, or it could be uh. Uh, just me trolling but i did i did i did uh somewhat mean that i did mean that in a way obviously okay. you it wouldn't make sense now like it's not like you saw the ending scene like this mm-hmm. is the last scene of the series and you've just seen it it's not like that but you've seen fingerprints of the ending gotcha okay and i just wanted to you know clarification on that because I know that I've I've seen that float around, you know, oh, we've seen the ending and people are like, oh, it's it's this, it's this episode, it's this episode. And even for me, like, I was just thinking to myself, I feel like, you know, yeah, maybe it's not so literal. It, yeah, I feel like maybe two specific episodes may be the ones that are kind of hinting towards the end, but... Do do you want to say, and I, I won't respond, but I'm just kidding, <laughs> if you have them in mind. Um, In, in my honest opinion i feel like found footage one and two are sort of uh, yeah well those are the latest in the timeline yeah so i feel like those kind of hint towards an ending of sorts or an end result but not necessarily the the ending and you're just saying yeah because you're agreeing with me you're not Saying, I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, because but... <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm hearing your thoughts. I'm saying, yeah, those, the, the, those, those are, are thoughts. thoughts. <laughs> I know a lot of folks have have talked about that, and and I honestly feel like that is a really cool thing. Like, if even if we have seen the ending already, I would I would just be blown away. Like as soon as like that connection happens, you know, years down the line or something like that. I would just be like, yes, <laughs> that's what it was. That's so cool. And I, that's what I love about this series and, you know, that being able to kind of connect all those dots. And again, I, I am who I am and I enjoy jumping into things and kind of, you know, picking things apart a little bit, but not, I don't like to pick things apart too much because I, I really don't want it to just kind of appear and for me to yeah, figure it out things you know yeah, it can sort of crumble if you get too granular but. yeah so like i don't want to figure things out i i do want to maintain that sense of like you know suspense and that that uh, surprise you know but i do mm-hmm. i do sit there with a bit of you know with a bit of a smirk on my face kind of like okay i think i know what's gonna go down you know but i'm not i'm not gonna dig too deep on it you know yeah i think people can sort of get a feeling for where things head it, not not precisely, but uh, I think in a lot of ways, this people are more hooked on the execution rather than the actual end result. Oh, yeah. Even though, even though, like that's not saying that you guys, it's a super predictable ending. That's not saying that, but um, or more so that like people think they 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 understand the trajectory of the series, and yeah, uh, so they just enjoy seeing it happen, the train wreck in slow motion. Or maybe it's a train sliding into a station smoothly. It's hard. We don't know yet. <laughs> I I want it to be a train wreck, but uh, what about just... two trains sliding into the station smoothly at the same time into each other? Yes, resulting in a train wreck. 
Okay, that works. I'll I'll accept that one. I'll accept that. That would right, be we'll really see. cool. And that is not not. I I swear someone's gonna hear that and, and think I. <laughs> That's like a parallel universe theory. That's not what I was implying there. <laughs> Just I, I can't wait to hear what people are gonna say. You know, just listening to this interview and be like, okay, there's there's gotta be a clue here. There's gotta be a clue somewhere. But um, I mean, I'm wanting a clue. I'm gonna be the one that's gonna be digging for it. If and if I do find something out, you guys won't know at all. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, Kane, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day uh, to sit totally. down and um, chat with standing. me. Or it's standing. And so am I, actually. <laughs> so, Whoa. You're a stand-up desk user? Yes. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> That's awesome. That's it's... awesome. My respect for you has just flown through the roof. So, like, at my... <laughs> ripe old age i have to really force myself to you know stand up i can't i can't be sitting down all the time honestly man but yeah now that we fully established that uh i never sit down and i never take naps and i have too much coffee i just wanted to say thank you to each and every one of you for listening in and supporting the channel as well if you enjoyed watching please leave a like and subscribe to the channel to catch us next time i hope to see you again and as always take care peace i'm out of here bye, -bye.